What's troubling you, Lincoln? Well, it's... It's just... All right, Tuesday night is tofu night. And I'm asking myself, who decided that everyone here likes tofu in the first place? And what is tofu anyway? And why can't I have bacon? I line up every morning, and I'm not allowed any bacon for my breakfast. And uh, tell me, let's talk about all the white. Why is everyone wearing white all the time? It's impossible to keep clean. I'm walking around, I, get, I always get the gray stripe. I never get any color, and I hand it in to be cleaned, and, and someone cleans it and folds it neatly back in my drawer, but who? Who is that person? I don't know. I just, I want to know answers, and I, and, I, and I wish that there was more. More? More than just waiting to go to the island. podcast land welcome to another episode of black and white reviews where we assure you we are not clones yeah today we're going to be talking about the 2005 film the island a michael bay film mm. starring ewan mcgregor scholar johansson sean bean and steve buscemi lee yeah <laughs> you wanted this one yeah why because you've never seen it and it, do <laughs> yeah yeah Lee this so, was your suggestion so I'm gonna look, I'm gonna open up with you man why did you suggest this so what's your what's your, what's your, what's your history actually, with it what's going on man so here's there's a really valid point here that, it, that makes a lot of sense so Michael Bay was not to me, not really known as like, it's Michael Bay when this movie came out. Like, I mean, there was Armageddon, there was Bad Boys, and, you know, some of the movies that came out before it that were big movies that people knew about. However, I um, was working at Blockbuster Video when this movie came out. So this came out in 05, and that was like the, to the, the year that I started working at Blockbuster. That's when I really started getting into movies to the degree that I'm at now. You have to realize so this, my, was, this was his fourth movie that he, fourth or fifth movie he ever directed. Bad Boys was his first ever. Right. So, you know, this is before Transformers, Ninja Turtles, all that stuff. And this was also the same year that um, Revenge of the Sith came out. So it's like you've got Ewan McGregor in an action movie where he's not Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm interested in that. Let me check it out. Um, I remember um, I had a, an ex-boss um, who saw the trailer for this movie, and he goes, yeah, I liked that movie the first time it came out when it was called The Matrix, basically based off of what he he got from the trailer. And I'm like, okay, but I, I knew the movie, and I'm like, no, this is nothing like The Matrix. But I can see where he's finding some types of comparisons. I would almost compare this to a lot of other things, like uh, The Sixth Day, um, even Blade Runner to a point where it's like the questionable, like, what am I? Am I real? Am I not? Um, like lots of stuff is going on here. There's tons of parallels with other movies that I'm recognizing now. But THX my, 1138. Yeah. Like, honestly, um, that's the big one for me. Oh, yeah. And so but that's the thing is like there's so many things that kind of go back to it. I'm like, this is not bad. Um, 
as far as like a story goes, but rewatching it now, I see, I'm like, okay, I can see why I loved this movie back then because in a, in a world of all these like ridiculous movies, this had a lot of different elements that made it really great. You know, action, suspense, sci-fi, um, you know, romance, this, that, and whatever. Like it was all kind of tied in. And for me, this movie was fantastic in 2005 when I was very naive and oblivious to what makes a movie a movie. You know, I, I mean, now that I, would compare, I rewatched I would, it, what? I would compare this to Equilibrium in the sense that it did not age. Yes, well. exactly. That's what I was saying to Chuck before. I'm like, Equilibrium, fantastic movie. Watching it now, I go, oh, wow. Okay, yeah, very, very different. Like the problem with this movie, now. the problem with this movie is once you pull on like one thread, the entire movie falls apart. Right. It, the, right. the, 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 there's there's a lot of different holes that go on in this movie and just some really odd and, and, and stupid decisions that went behind the plot, which I'm going to get to. There are some, mm-hmm. certain things that really actually go nowhere that really, really bother me. But, um, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, like I said, this is before... Um, so it's before even the Avengers. This is before Iron Man came out. So never mind Scarlett Johansson not being like a, a, a you know household name at this point. Like she was known for a few other things, but this was a this was a big breaking role for her, I think. Um as far as like her getting into like the normal mainstream and popping up and here you know here there and everywhere. I remember her for the first thing I remember seeing her in was Home Alone 3. Which I know is not a very popular one. That's the one where the kid gets chicken pox and um, they get the remote control car with the the chip, the military chip in it and everything. Sure. She's just the older sister in it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So when I saw her popping up and stuff, I'm like, I think she was in Home Alone. So she's in here, then, you know, moves on to Avengers and now she's more popular. But you, McGregor, Steve Buscemi, um, I can't pronounce the guy's name. Was, was it Jimon Hansu? who's been in a, in a ton of things. Yeah. Um, also Marvel, Sean Bean, of course, Michael Clark Duncan. Um, great cast. Really, really awesome. Great cast. Um, but th- that's the biggest thing about this is I loved it back then when I wasn't where I am now. I mean, 2005 is... It's a while ago. <laughs> it's almost... It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's almost 20 years ago at this point. Oh, yeah. So... The reality is a lot has changed since then. And the fact that you've never seen it, and we, we were just talking about Blade Runner recently, and I'm like, oh, man, I wish you saw The Island. That's, know, why, oh. that's why I'm so curious as to why you brought this up, because I remember you bringing this up when we were talking about Blade Runner, and, I was, and, and right. then I watched this, and I was like, I don't see the comparison, with the exception of the clones, I don't see the comparison here at all. Well, it was, it was just like you know, the, the race going after this and that and not knowing whether or not you're real and what is real, you know, is it, is it feelings? Is it this or that? I mean, which could also go into ex machina. Like we, 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 I know we didn't talk about that and anything really, but we did watch it, um, just to watch it. But that's, that's the big question. Like what makes life life, you know, what makes life worthy of having life, you know, by itself. And so I don't know. That's, that's where this came from back when this came out. This was, I mean, it's got the Matrix elements to it. It's got everything else. I thought it was great. Um, but now I look back and, again, it, it just didn't age well. But not horrible. But when I watched it, I, I, did, I did send out an apology to you guys. I'm so sorry, guys. Like, probably not <laughs> worth our time of talking about it. 
not that it's a horrible movie, but just probably nothing we would normally talk about unless I said, hey, you're going to have to watch this. So I mean, if we're going to, the only thing that we're going to really do here is have like another rehash of like a discussion about cloning Uh that we've already had in Blade Runner. Right. That I mean, if we so if we want to do that again, I'm all I'm all for it. And to your point about this coming out before, like it's a Michael Bay film. I mean, this was two years before Transformers. Right. Right. So, so I mean, and before that, the only thing as of note that he did was, of course, Bad Boys, The Rock Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, Bad Boys Two. So it's like he did Pearl it, Harbor. Wow. Uh, directed, yeah, director yeah. and produced wow. Pearl Harbor. I yeah. didn't realize so, he did Pearl Harbor as well. That was huge. Which blows my mind because Pearl Harbor is actually a halfway decent movie. It is. It's a very good movie. The rest of the, like, uh, of course, like Bad Boys, you know, your typical shoot 'em up, bang bang. The Rock, typical shoot 'em up, bang bang. Armageddon, <laughs> oh my God, there's an asteroid coming to kill us all. And then there's, and then Bad Boys Two, the island. But then like you slot in Pearl Harbor, and they're out of nowhere, and it's like, huh? Okay, so I thought- so I want. <clears throat> have you seen Pain and Gain? <laughs> I didn't watch Pain and Gain. I refuse to it watch that so movie. So dumb. Yeah. Pain and Gain is an amazing film. <laughs> Pain and Gain. Luke asked me to watch Pain and Gain. I sat down and I watched Pain and Gain. It's got Mark Wahlberg. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. No, Dwayne Johnson (laughs) at this point. And Anthony Mackie, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's directed by Michael Bay. (laughs) Of course it is. This movie is fantastic. This movie is fantastic. (laughs) So, Will, if if you would prefer, we could put an end to this film tonight since it's just going to be like a blah film, or, and we could, we could wait a week and you can watch Pain and Gain and we can do that. Or we can continue with this film. Either we're way, gonna continue with this film because we're already here. We're already recording. I went through the trouble of taking all these notes. We're doing this movie. Okay. <laughs> so that is that. If if way down the line we decide to do pain and gain, fine. I, I'm not saying that I won't. I'm open to anything. I'll I, take notes. For, the line, I'll take notes for pain and gain if we can do the movie. You can go right ahead. You can go right ahead. I want I want my relationship with Michael Bay to be as minimal as possible. So let me ask you this: what What is your dislike about Michael Bay? Name one movie of his aside from Pearl Harbor that made any sense at all. Bad Boys. He is the every single one of his movies is 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 um Hollywood pandering at its best. He, he placates to that audience, and I cannot stand that. He does not make movies for a movie lover. He makes no. movies for Hollywood and, and big blocks, blockbuster, so, shoot em up, bang, bang, big explosions, and, and very little attention is paid to the story or the plot. So that in almost every In almost every Michael Bay film that you can think of, it's the same problem where you yank on a couple of threads and the entire movie just kind of falls apart in front of you. They're visual (laughs) spectacles for the sake of visual spectacles alone. That Mm -hmm. is the majority of his career. Even in something like Pearl Harbor, which I do think is a good movie, not, not historically accurate by any sense of the word. Have you seen 13 Hours? 
with John Krasinski. Yeah, I, I I know what movie you're talking about, and and no, I haven't. It is probably it is it is probably in my top ten. What what this what this movie <laughs> the movie Thirteen Hours is a, is based on a true story, and it's they got actual evidence of what happened in in Benghazi on two thousand in um, September first, two thousand eleven. September eleventh, uh, yeah, September eleventh, two thousand eleven, when. The when the Americans got left over in Benghazi and they had six Americans fight their way free, the movie is one of my all time favorite movies. John Krasinski killed it in this film. Okay, all right, fine. I will I will give you this, but I'm I'm looking at a quick synopsis of the film right now, and if it's in your top ten, fine. But that's not because of Michael Bay. That's because this is an adaptation and he actually probably did a good job adapting it to film. He did. I don't credit Michael Bay with that. I do not credit Michael Bay with that at all. I credit the person <laughs> who wrote the book. No, it's not a book. It's, a, it's based off of a book. No, it's based off of a... Written by Chuck Hogan, based off of Michael, whatever his name is, 2014 book of the same name. It's Yes. Right, but it was based off of... The book was written... Okay, if you want to call it based off of a book... He actually interviewed the f- the five Americans that survived, and he based it off of their story primarily. Fine, fine, but it's the, the the film itself is based off of a book, by what I'm reading here. Right, That's it, not, but it still I, has, I don't, it still I, has I, all the elements by Michael Bay, though. So when an explosion happens, I it's understand. Fireworks. I I understand <laughs> that. I understand that. But that is not Michael Bay. That is the person behind the book, and that is the person who wrote the screenplay. I don't get. I don't give credit to Michael Bay on that. I'm sorry, I don't. If he did a good job adapting it to film, fine. If he did more of that, if he wanted to take source material, read it, and study it, and then go off and make a movie, maybe he would do a better job based off of what I'm reading here about this movie that you're talking about. But when I look at the rest of his filmography, well, Transformers... Well, to, the, to, to his credit, when he did Transformers, he actually had... U.S. military involved with that, and he did exactly what they wanted to do, and they were actually in the movie. You half of the so, half of the background military mm-hmm. in that movie was actual U.S. military because he has a soft spot in his heart for the U.S. military, so he actually used that. So a lot of his stuff, he does a lot of action because he and he uses U.S. military for defense because. He has a giant respect for the U.S. military. That's his, you know, that is his forte. That is, that is the crux of how he does things. Is he for action movies like Steven Spielberg is for like science fiction? It's like so on the nose. The movies are predictable. Like, I, I'll be honest. I, I watched The Island. I missed the last 15 minutes because I didn't have time to finish it tonight. But I know what happened. It's I, I know what happened. It's on the nose. But he's one of those actors. This is where I go back to this all the time. This is where you and I, you two and I differ. I can enjoy this movie because it's enjoyable. Is it well written? Which is fine. Which is it well written? No. Do I agree with everything you're saying about the movie? Yes. Would I? Would this? This would be one of those. You know what? I'm having a boring day. It's raining outside. I don't want to think. I just want to enjoy a movie. I would pop a Michael Bay film on for that for that and that one reason only. And he does a great job in that segment of film that he does. 
outside of that, that, I will agree with you. That I will one hundred percent agree with you. Michael Bay does really well with an audience with with that type of audience. Right, he does. Now I'm just I'm never I've never the the that style of film has never really appealed to me. Right, just Which is fine. here's this mindless movie. Okay. He tried to make the island like not mindless. He tried to give it a spin, but it's one of those spins right. that once you know it the first time, it, it takes away from the second time viewing it. So right. the, the 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 giveaway of the spin is so ridiculous that I do not believe that it was planned, and we'll get to it. But it's <laughs> it, this this is not a movie that I think had any kind of thought put into it. No, and I think because it, it comes apart so easily. It does, and as soon as you know. As soon as you're halfway through the movie, the last half of the movie literally was just put there for like one action scene after another, after another, after another, after another. So in that regard, I 100% agree with you. Did it age well? No. Was it just a fun movie that I will, I'll I'll credit it to, I'll be honest, I, I, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I, I, I knew it was kind of a Michael Bay film, so like, this is going to be an action film. I knew it wasn't going to be like intricate at all. Um, I've never seen it, so I did, you know, the, the spin was like, oh, okay, cool. I wasn't like, you know, thrown off by it or like shocked, but <clears throat> I think it was a fantastic movie. To, to this, though, is just for, we have to do a podcast on it, Will. Take the time, honestly, and watch Thirteen Hours. You will have, you will like the movie. It's I'm not. Fantastic. I'm not saying that I won't. I'm not saying that I won't. Based off, based off of what I'm seeing here, with just a quick paragraph read up of it, if it's if it's based on factual events, it's an adaptation from a book. It's you know, like I just said before, based off of a true story, and and Michael Bay was just the person behind the scenes and behind the camera, and had no art. Um, oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like. Artistic involvement at all? Oh, he does. Maybe oh, I'll he, enjoy oh, it. Oh, he does. Ma- oh, he has a lot of artistic involvement. Uh, he has a lot of art. You can tell when an explosion happens, it's a Michael Bay explosion. Fireworks happen, everything goes up. But the way it's shot, the the lighting is a Michael. It's it's a hundred percent a Michael Bay film. But oh, yeah, it is like yellow. And for some reason, that's another thing that bothers me about Michael Bay. And maybe it's just my eyes, or maybe maybe you two will no, see it too. No, In a lot of his the, movies, he has this really weird bluish hue over everything. Yep. Bluish? It's yellow. It is yellow, yellow bluish, and overly exposed. Okay, fine. There you go. Yes. Yeah. But that's just... Let's let's not forget that there's always somebody with guns, and they do this, like, underneath of them, like, circular shot of them standing there with guns. Well, it's, one of the it's shots the, that he, it's the cliche. One of the shots that he does that I like is like even in Bad Boys when he does the 360 around the room and he's going through the bullet right. holes in the wall and he's circling mm-hmm. around. That to me is really that's artistically done well. I I think that's But it's but it's done too often and it's just like, "Oh yeah, that's his thing." And I wonder if he knows that's his thing. That's his thing. He like even in Transformers when Optimus Prime is jumping out of the plane and you see him going around yeah. it as he's that's his signature thing. Right. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. I'm fine with. He, yeah. he has his signature. He has a signature shot, whatever. Um, but I, and I, I went into this going, you know what? This is going to be a fun movie. Let's just enjoy it. And I did. Well, let's get into it. Mm. 
I'm just going to say, just because you're on this, how much you hate Michael Bay. Do you think that Batman and Robin would have been better if it was directed by Michael Bay? No. Okay. <laughs> of course, no. Okay, I'm just saying. So you're saying that you think the Joel Schumacher at the no. helm of Batman and Robin was better than Michael Bay? This is a trap question. I don't like it. Is it a trap question? <laughs> this is such a trap. This is such a trap. This is a dirty trick. Oh my well, god! If you're going to put Batman fine. and Robin above Michael Bay, wow. Michael Bay has a has a. Does he do the exact same thing every single time? Is every Absolutely. single Transformers movie the same? Yes. 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 Does he do that bluish green hue, bluish yellow hue, call it green hue, in all of his films? Yes. Yes. Are they... Is the, the production quality is still there. It's good production quality. He gets good actors. The, 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 the story is decent at best it's not the best but when he when he his the production that when he makes these movies they're massive hits every single time he reminds me of a less talented john woo Mm, yeah i can see that And he and John Woo makes and John Woo's thing is the doves. It's the doves. He does every single movie. So every every John but 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 John Woo action movies, the story and the plot they make sense. Huh? They they make some sense. They make more sense than any Michael Bay film. Mm -hmm. That's that's the point that I'm getting to. Like Michael they're, Bay, they're, so Michael John Bay's action sequence, Michael Bay's action sequences, he desperately wants to be John Woo, but he can't tell the same story that John Woo can. Right, that makes sense. I agree with you there. That's what I'll, that that that's what I'm gonna say. He he he's his, he's, his, he's the he's the, uh, the the wish John Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. I'm not, listen, I'm not coming down or dogging anybody who enjoys Michael Bay films. Obviously, he has an audience. Obviously, what he does is incredibly successful. He has made himself a, a, a truckload of, of money doing what he does. And if there are people out there who enjoy everything. There are people out there who enjoy his Transformers movies. That's fine. That, that, that's fine. I understand that I... When it comes to my opinions on Michael Bay, I might be in the minority. They don't appeal to me because the stories and the plot don't make a whole lot of sense when you really look into it. You have to take everything on the surface level and nothing else. Yeah. yeah. In order to enjoy this movie, you have to just accept it for what it is. Peek behind the curtain just a little bit and everything kind of crumbles. <laughs> so, and, but that's, that's the way that I've always watched movies. I can't watch movies any other way. I am incapable of watching movie any other way i cannot do it that being said i'm gonna get into it so we open the movie with lincoln echo six who was played lincoln by you mcgregor echo. lincoln six echo lincoln echo six lincoln six no, echo. It, it's six echo fine it's six echo <laughs> this is specific... by Ewan mcgregor <laughs> now he is having a nightmare about being on a boat with a, a very lovely looking Scarlett Johansson, and he is suddenly pulled underwater by what I'm assuming are just Aquaman because of just how <laughs> Aqua looking they look. 
This is what I'm talking about. This goes nowhere. nowhere. There are no Aquaman in the rest of this movie. He does not drown. He has zero affiliation with water at all throughout the rest of this film. So why is he having a nightmare about drowning? Because eh. the nightmare isn't eh? about drowning. Because that does go somewhere because everybody is seeing almost a very... They're, 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 what the, the whole purpose of that whole thing is when you get to that later on in the film, when he breaks into that room, everybody is... See, he's having a dream of the stuff that was being implanted into him when he was in that room. But what's happening right. is memories from his real life, him, are interacting, are, are interacting are with yeah. what he was what he was forced to see, which is what was causing all of this crazy things. And the boat is real; it was clashing. So that's yeah. that's what was going on there. What does yeah. that have to do with drowning? And what does that have to do with this marine life that's sucking him into the water? I, I think the well, I think uh, the drowning part was just. The part that was like, okay, he sees a boat. He doesn't understand what the boat is. He wants to get to the island, and he can't. And it was just, yeah. in his mind, his mind just went to there. That's why he can never get to the island. It's his subconscious trying to fight against what's going on because it's dealing with the, the clash of, of what's happening of there. Of the implanted that, memories and the real memories that are happening. Or the right. implanted I, memories, it, his real memories, and the actual real. Because there's three sets of memories in his mind. There's the one that he had for the last three years because he's been alive sure. for three years. There's the ones that were implanted in him by the people who created him. And then there's sure. the real life ones that are coming into him from the real life him. Because right. sure. So all three of these are, inter and it's causing confusion in his subconscious, which is what's causing the, the, the nightmares. I disagree 100%. Okay. Because of <laughs> what happens next. So he wakes up in his bed, and it's a really cool shot the way that it happens. The way that the water in the ocean that he's in kind of transforms into his bed and he wakes up. Ah, transforms. Mm -hmm. I think Ooh. the whole purpose behind the drowning is just so Michael Bay could do this shot. <laughs> the, the, okay. the, the water and the drowning and the Aquaman do not come up once, one again in this movie. No, but they, they, no. They, they play no role no. in this character whatsoever. I think but that I think this it, was, I think it was just... It was I think it was just done so that he could have that visual of water becoming a bed. Well, I think it's visually pleasing. It's something cool to look at. That's the only reason why it was there. <laughs> Potentially, but okay. it's also the fact that he, the boat is real, and they focus on the boat the rest of the sure. time. And when you're sure. in the boat, what affiliates with the boat? Clowns. Water. So they just happen to use water in that sense as the 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 element that creates the nightmare. Because if you just introduce the boat but no water, then there's no nightmare element to be had there. So they were trying to they were trying to bring in a nightmare into the setting of hey, I'm enjoying this boat. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why I'm having this memory. I'm going to an island that I so desperately want to get to, and then something bad happens to prevent that. And that's as far as that goes. It's a nightmare, and it's a recurring nightmare. I'm fine with that. It doesn't have to go anywhere for it to be a nightmare. You have a nightmare that that when you do you ever have nightmares that go nowhere? Yes. Okay, that's what this is. Fine. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I'm moving on. <laughs> he wakes up in his bedroom. And there's a message that appears on his LED screen telling him that an erratic REM sleep cycle was detected and to report to the Tranquility Center for a wellness evaluation. 
He goes to the bathroom, he takes a piss, and there's another LED screen right in front of him that lets him know that a high sodium level was detected and that the nutrition control center is going to be advised. So later on in the film, he's not allowed to have any bacon, which kind of makes him really upset. He gets dressed all in white. He sees his sneakers, and the movie is sponsored by Puma. Um, he lets the people behind the camera know that he's missing a left shoe, and he wants somewhat of a different color. Great. Later on, in an elevator, and there are other people around him, so it's very, like I said before, it's very THX 1138 in, in, in that sense, the way that everybody's kind of gathered around, looks like dystopian, Absolutely. which... He's def Michael Bay is definitely pulling from that influence, which is fine. And they're all looking at this big wall, this big screen, and Michael Clark Duncan is <laughs> won the lottery, and he is ecstatic. It was hilarious to see Michael Clark Duncan just start clapping. Oh my god, I won the lottery! I'm so happy! <laughs> like it's so ridiculous to see. Oh my god, we get a little bit of information here that the island is the Earth's last remaining pathogen-free zone. This upsets a man who watches Michael Clark Dutton, who's won the lottery, so he punches the screen, and as soon as the elevator comes to a stop and they're all let off, he's greeted by two men who are just checking him to see if he's okay. Yep. All right. We get somewhat of an overview of the facility that they're in, and it's people living. There are people swimming, exercising, tanning, all under the watchful eye of whoever. Um, while ordering breakfast, we find out that he can't have any bacon. This bothers him. Lincoln reports to his evaluation, and Sean Bean is very interested in his dreams. And oh, Sean Bean. Go ahead. What? It's Sean Bean. It's Sean Bean. Guess what happens to him? He's a bad guy. Well, the same thing that happens to Sean Bean in every movie. <laughs> so <laughs> He lives? All right. Yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> oh, my God. That was, the, that was the twist in this film. <laughs> that would have been a good twist for Sean Bean to live. And to be a good guy. That would have been amazing. So, Lincoln unloads a flurry of questions. What is tofu? Who decides Tuesday night is tofu night? And who decided that everybody likes tofu? Why can't I, love I have how bacon? Upset he gets. It's hilarious. <laughs> Why can't I have bacon? Who folds my clothes and puts it away? Why are they always white? He wants answers and he wishes that there could just be more than just wanting to go to the island. And Sean Bean reinforces the idea of the island and just repopulating the world. So, so. If I was to compare this movie to any other movie, this is Equilibrium with clones. Yeah, it's it, it has a very 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 familiar uh, familiar feel with Equilibrium, and, I, and I enjoyed Equilibrium. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Of course, mm -hmm. of course, we know. That's so probably one of the reasons so, why I enjoyed this film too. Gave me the same. <laughs> So Sean Bean uh, brings him into another room and says, we want to take a brain scan. And they basically, they basically bug him with basically? a whole bunch of little, basically, uh, hey, hang on. I, I, <laughs> no, they don't because this is not a bug in the traditional sense of the word of mm -hmm. what a bug is in a normal movie. This is not it. So he unleashes a whole bunch of little micro spiders that crawl into his eye, and then he's told that eventually they'll just pass through your urine and it's might, it might hurt. Now, this is the perfect opportunity for Sean Bean to bug him, but it's not a bug. It's just reading his brain activity, it not paying attention. 
No, not paying yes. attention to what he sees, not paying attention to what he thinks, not paying attention to his activity, well, not right. paying attention to his movements or anything. It's not. It did not bug him. It's just I taking know. a picture or an image of his brain. That's all it's mm-hmm. doing. But he's not. Yeah. He's not thinking. What's gonna happen happens though. That's not. That's not even on Sean Bean's radar. His character's radar and the like. All that happens isn't even on his radar at this time. He's just thinking. He's trying to figure out. He's trying to figure out. Sean Bean is trying to figure out what is influencing him and why he's having all of these all of these dreams. Clearly, something is going on. So this is either Michael Bay lacking in his storytelling, or Sean Bean is an idiot. Sean Bean's an idiot. <laughs> okay. Or, sure. or he's Great. just he's just doing what he thinks is. He's not thinking that. Oh my gosh, there's gonna be this whole crazy escape and all this stuff happening and you know it's more of just i'm it's more just curious and he's just doing what he's thinking he's doing that is curious and that's it you would just think you would just think that this multi-billion dollar company would take every precaution possible and bug him to find out what's going on and here where they literally throw bugs in his eye it doesn't actually bug him. It just does nothing. Perfect. Cool. Mm. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Anyways, so we find out that he works in a lab. They are, and and obviously some other things are going on. They find another survivor out in the contaminated world who clearly has some cognitive issues. This guy that they find that they have sitting in a lab, he tries to eat some of the instruments. He's he's not very good at, at, at putting the needle over the jars or anything. He's basically a, a meat sack with eyes at this point. And I'm questioning, what's going on? I wonder if it's if 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 Michael Bay <laughs> had to keep anything a secret, I would never trust him. He's he's, he's no. No, no. So, there's another crazy man in the room there who thinks that the lottery is rigged because of a whole bunch of shoddy math that he decides to do on a paper, and he tries to explain <laughs> all this, but it doesn't really go anywhere. So what's Nothing the happens with this. Well, the lottery is who gets chosen to go to the island. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay? Got it. Yep. Where are you going with this? No, you, it's a big we part of the film. The we just kind of skipped point. over Yeah. It's a the lottery is a big part of the film. It's a giant yes. part of the film. It's the movie's the movie's called The Island. Sure. And if you don't explain what the island is, then we're gonna spend the entire time saying, Why is this movie called The Island? Yeah, well, I will I will go that way. I, I did I would say not call I did this movie The Island. Neither no. would I. I would no. not call this movie The Island either. And I did say earlier that the island is the the, the world's last remaining pathogen free zone. I also did say that Sean Bean reinforces the idea of the island to uh, to 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 Lincoln here when they're having their little meeting. Yes. Yeah, but how do they get there? Well, there's the lottery. And you the get lottery. you get chosen to go to the island. You get chosen, sure. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote chosen. There is a very pregnant woman in this lab who begins to go into labor, and off she goes to the island. Everyone's cheering. Woo! Everyone's cheering. Everyone's happy. Congratulations. Oh, my God. They're shaking your hand. They're hugging her. They're wishing her well. And she goes off and blah, 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 blah. And we'll get back to this pregnant woman later. Mm. Lincoln's computer is down. 
which is just a, a, a ruse is an excuse. He actually takes a little piece of it out and tells somebody, hey, my computer's down. And they send him off to go to whatever repair facility he needs to go through. But he, he, he doesn't do that. He just uses this as an excuse to go see his buddy Steve Buscemi. They give and him the, the keys. Two of them, they give him the keys and everything. They give him the keys. And why yeah, was the guy who gives him the keys not ever, like, interviewed? The security in this facility is lacking, and I'll, oh, I'll yeah. talk more about that in a couple of minutes. So his computer's <laughs> down. He goes to talk to his buddy Steve Buscemi, and the two of them, they talk, they drink. And uh, here's where I knew what was happening. There are some models from magazine clippings on Steve Buscemi's wall, and <laughs> I am expected to believe that this mid-30s-year-old man has never seen a naked woman before. Uh-huh. He goes, where are their clothes? Yeah. And that's how I knew, oh, he's a clone. He's like, well, he says, are these your friends? And he goes, um, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's how I knew that, oh, they're all clones. I right. took that he was just, he, he was raised there. Well, yeah. Or something like, have you, well, have you ever seen, how and why? Have you ever seen Maze Runner? Have I? It came out around the same time as Divergent and stuff like that, so I kind of like it. Got lost in the in the the sea of movies. The first, coming the out. first the, it's, a, it's a trilogy. The first movie is actually really, really well done. The last two, I, I'm not a fan of, but um, they're actually drugged and they wake up in this place and they have no idea who they are, where they've been, what life is about. Like they they don't know anything. So when I saw this, I was under the impression that there was something that was done to them that makes them because he's asking all these questions and there's just simple questions at his age because he was asking questions like that about tofu like why is it called tofu like like why do we call it chicken when they don't even know what chicken tastes like you know right what is this mouse you know we we look at it and we go okay so i think i'm thinking that he was drugged up there was something done that he doesn't remember real life they're doing something to him that way he looks that way. He, all he knows is this world. He doesn't know anything right. else. So that's, I didn't right. take it as a clone yet until that point because I figured. Well, it was, it was that plus the fact that we just saw a man who was rescued from the contaminated zone who is not all together yet. So I right. took that. I added the fact that this guy really has no idea what's going on. He doesn't even know what, what a woman looks like really without her clothes on. And I'm just like, oh. They're, 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 they're pod people. They're, they're clones. They're whatever. <laughs> and, and, and the guy that we saw earlier, who's new to the lab, he's, he's, he's fresh out of the sack. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's fresh. So that's, <laughs> so anyways, so Lincoln starts to head back to uh, his area, his habitat. And on the way back, he finds a moth and he traps this moth inside of a matchbox. Mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi heads off to work on a computer that he's been called to, and lo and behold, we see them g- giving life to a pod person. And they, they, they cut the sack open, the water goes everywhere, they rip out the umbilical cord, and it gets a little bit bloody, and it starts breathing, and it's alive, and here we go. That's, that's basically the gist of what's happening yeah. here. Yep. Yep. Okay. We then get somewhat of an overview of the pod room, and there's hundreds, hundreds of them. This I actually liked. Because they're showing these pod people in different stages of development. We actually cool. see some that we actually see some that haven't even grown like full skin yet. So they're still kind of oh, translucent. Yeah. So you can kind of see through them and see like 
the veins it's basically and the organs just veins and everything. And, yeah. yeah, it's real. It was it was a cool visual. I'll say yeah. that it was a really yeah. cool visual. So later on that night, Lincoln and his friend Jordan, played by Scarlett Johansson, they play a fight simulator on Xbox. That was pretty cool. She wins. Yeah, that was really awesome. Now, wait a second. Doesn't this movie take place in 2019? Yes, it does. <laughs> we have nothing like we have nothing like that <laughs> no. still today. No, nothing. but the Xbox still kind of exists. So oh, the Xbox. Nice. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes exists. it makes me laugh when, when. Okay, so anytime you watch a movie, the thing is, we so in our lifetime, we've watched lots of movies that take place in the future, in the, in, in the, you know, the now 21st century. Yeah. Now our past. Well, of course, but so let's say back to the future. I love in back to the future too, where they, they were basically assuming that fax machines were going to be like so popular and there's a fax machine in like every room in your house. So when Marty gets fired, he gets all these, you're fired faxes in every single room, even the bathroom for some reason. Um, it's it's a hilarious to me to watch this stuff and it's like oh yeah this is what we imagined was going to happen in 2019 and here we are in 2022 watching this movie going oh no not at all like no <laughs> not at all nothing well, it's, like it you know it's i mean here we are 7 years after um 2015 and i still don't have a hoverboard by mattel no, i'm you, i'm pretty upset you should be you know, nobody's hover converting my car for twenty nine nine ninety nine ninety five. No, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, keep searching. But it's just it—it it makes me laugh when they're like, "Oh, this movie came out in two thousand five. They seriously thought that like fourteen years later they were gonna have all this technology." Okay, like well, uh, fight uh, maybe. simulator, I can actually see. But to to the to the degree that they did it here. Well, they have like the Oculus VR now, so that's like exactly that's what I mean. They like, do, they and have that's the, the difference. So I thought about that, and that was my first thought when I was watching it. I was watch, I watched, I rewatched this with my wife, because um, we watched it together years ago, back when we first started dating, and um, you know, we we make jokes about it now and again. I mean, every movie we've ever watched, there's always an inside joke that pops back up again somewhere in our life. Um, she had an issue with how Scarlett Johansson pronounced bacon. I don't know, but um. I was laughing. I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we clearly do have VR nowadays, but VR in the sense where everybody can watch it, like just standing in the room and everybody sees exactly how that looks. No, that doesn't exist. We don't have holograms that work no. like that. No, but it was a so, cool. It was a cool scene, though. It, it was. was cool. It yeah. was cool. I'll, I will say that. But Anyways. I just I just really love sci fi movies with their technology. And we look back and we go, no. No, like why would you close. think this? Ex- no, why would you think this existed? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like stuff. Th- that's why I like stuff like you know Blade Runner, for example. Which again, another one <laughs> that was like, wait, yeah, this time has already come and gone, and no, we don't have flying cars. But aside from the flying cars, the technology wasn't far off. Like it was pretty much just like meh, you know, everything kind of. That's the only difference, right? Right? Hover stuff. Hover they cars. They do. There is. There is a. A hologram billboard somewhere in Hong Kong, where oh, in the first Blade Runner, yeah. No, 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 no. Real life, there is a there is a billboard oh. hologram in Hong Kong. Oh, where you can actually like I, I saw it one day on YouTube, and it was actually like a cat, and its paw was reaching out like to the crowd on the street below. Oh, and geez. some some people were like, "Oh my god!" But it was it's clearly a hologram. So the the technology is there. It's, I would Shark imagine. still it's looks fake. Incredibly <laughs> expensive. That's but hilarious. Yeah, 
Anyways, so obviously she wins their, their, their simulated fight. He tells her about the bug that he found and she's really interested and she wants to see it, but that's not going to happen because guess what? They start the lottery drawing and we get a glimpse of behind the scenes and the lottery is basically all for show. Mm-hmm. Jordan wins the lottery. She's up. She's going to be shipped off to the island and she gets congratulations from all around. Two of them come together. They're touching innocently. They're just like touching each other's arms. And yeah. one of the baddies comes over and just looks at them and says, watch your baddies. proximity. And they yeah. have to kind of part ways. And that's the end of that. Later on that evening, he has another nightmare. And uh, he wakes up. And for some reason, he is just compelled to find out where exactly this bug came from, how it got in. He's just he's really, really curious. So he is off to find out. I said before that the security in this place is lacking. How do they not know? How do they not know that he left his room? How do they not know that he's somewhere that he's not supposed to be? How do they know that he's left his area, his habitat to go in another area that's supposed to be secure where he's not supposed to be? I don't understand that at all. I think this makes the whole no point sense. is that he's the first one who starts like going outside of the parameters they set for them. And it's just like they're they're usually not having to worry about that stuff. But then again, it's like, come on, you would think you would have better security, but if if the if the need is not really known, then they're not gonna bother with it, I guess. I don't know. That's what they're trying to do here, is that they never had to worry about somebody trying to go against it before. They all just kind of ate it up and moved on. So it gets worse. It gets I worse. Get it, it gets worse because he's off to find out where the bug came from. He releases it, he follows where it flies to, and he comes up through a floorboard and he's in a medical facility. The mm-hmm. floorboard that he comes up through, he does not put back properly. He just leaves it kind of gracefully leaning and, and, and it's, it's wow. This, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it, 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 okay. He finds himself in the medical area. He disguises himself by just putting on a blue lab coat. Still That's has it. on all of his pearly whites. That doesn't change anything else. Still has on his pearly wipes and the stripe on the arm that he was talking about. Still wearing the bracelet, but he's allowed to walk through this medical facility all because he has a blue coat on right now. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Doctor. Doctor. All right. (laughs) Conveniently, he comes across the prego woman from earlier and he basically watches her give birth. The child is taken from her and then she is euthanized. Yep. He watches all of this happen. The child is then taken to a woman in the other room who is identical to our prego lady, and the child is handed to her. Here's your baby. Have a nice day, madam. Interesting concept. Not far off from, from I think, what would be reality if this was reality. I can see people doing that. Absolutely. I don't want de- to deal with being pregnant, but I want my baby to be my baby. Well, then there we go. Or you we'll can't clone pregnant for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. Or in the case of Michael Clark Duncan, who we see later, who's, well, we find out later that it's actually a football player out in the real world who needs some some organs because he's not doing quite well. Well, that was, like, the whole, yeah, this that's is, what they're all for. It's an amazing concept. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing concept. And in the hands of any other director, I think this would be a brilliant movie. If <laughs> Nolan did this, it would oh. be incredible. If Nolan did it, then there would be so many questions at the end. Sure, but it would still be more enthralling than than this. I'm sorry, but it would. Yeah. Yeah. How do you really feel about Michael Baywell? <laughs> I think I'm getting it all out right now. Anyways, so we see that woman get euthanized. She's dead. And the kid is carried off to its mother. 
Then we see Michael Clark Duncan, who's being cut open, but for some reason, yeah, the a... the 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 anesthesia doesn't work, and Michael Clark Duncan wakes up, freaks out, throws people all over the place, leaves the room, throws a guy through a glass door, and is then shot with 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 like arrow gun thingies, and then is dragged back right, into the, the operating back, the room. The back of his knees, the back <sighs> through the back of his knees. <laughs> So and there was a circular saw blade cutting through his chest. Yes. And he and he wakes up in the middle of it. So not so, only so, does a multi-billion dollar facility not have the proper security equipment to contain all of these people, but they can't even <laughs> afford proper anesthetic. <laughs> well, he's such a big dude. I guess he just needs more. And that's why Daredevil could take him out at the knees so easily. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So anyways, furthermore, to talk about the security that's going on in this place. Well, before we even get there, Michael Clark Duncan, he's being dragged back off into the operating room, screaming, I don't want to die. I want to live. I want to go to the island. You promised crying the whole way. It's a big scene. It's a big Mm. brouhaha. Lincoln is crutched down behind something and he's watching as everything goes on. A security guard walks right by him. And then helps him back to his feet and says, what's the matter? This happens all the time. Relax, buddy. Right. Yeah. He was disguised. With a blue was, lab coat. He was disguised. And again, nobody's really He escaped. has on the clothes. He has on I the know. sneakers. He has on the bracelet. Everything but the blue lab coat fools him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, they had to make the movie, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. I so, know. Lincoln runs back to his floorboard that was not properly placed that, and leaves. That part and was still, still doesn't and put it back. And still doesn't put it back right. It's still not back right. Like, he doesn't put it back right. Why doesn't he put it back right? Because he's rushing to get out of there. Come on. How is this not discovered? Like, this whole brouhaha's going on with Michael Clark Duncan. Security's running all over the place trying to fix everything. And the floorboard that's clearly out of place isn't discovered. Because it's not... Lincoln is able to run back to floorboard, crawl back down the shaft from whence he came, and still doesn't put the floorboard back correctly. Yeah. What is happening? Michael Bay. <laughs> I'm sorry. First guess. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so I'm so sorry. Is it Michael Bay or the writer of the story? Michael Bay. No. Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so he runs back to Jordan to give her the lowdown about everything that's going on. Fine. Sean Bean watches the video footage of the incident that happened with Michael Clark Duncan earlier, and he sees Lincoln, who's crutch down behind whatever object but he can't make him out because the security camera is too grainy why is the security camera not good enough in a multi-billion dollar facility well because it's only 2019 (laughs) they're making clones though my 30 dollar webcam has a better camera than this thing Mm Mm-hmm. my question exactly the everything you're saying is the same thing I said out loud as we rewatched this 
last week. And I was like, wow, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand why this is happening. The only reason why he knows it's one of the clones is because he's the only one who can make out the bracelet. Umpteen security officers and guards pass this man. Staff members, nurses, doctors pass this man. Nobody saw the bracelet. But Sean Bean, looking at him on a grainy video camera, can see the bracelet and sounds the alarm. And we're off. And we're going to start going. The security team is on the hunt. They find the misplaced floorboard suddenly. And Lincoln is discovered. And it's, it's all out. Everybody's gunning for him now. Right. Lincoln runs down to Jordan. And the two, Lincoln gives the rundown to Jordan about everything that's going on. At first, she freaks out. But then she decides, okay, I'm just going to follow him. And the two of them are off. And we get our first chase sequence of the film. Lincoln accidentally knocks over a jar of marbles i'm guessing <laughs> and a dude slips falls and slides and bangs his head on a pipe i will say in this movie and it still holds up after rewatching it there are some really hard face hits in this yes. movie yes between the pipe the wrench the wrench like, it's insane how many yeah. hard metallic objects <laughs> hit yes. people right in the face and somehow they don't die no not at all it blows so, my mind like I was saying, this guy slips and falls and slides and hits his head on a pipe. Another catches up to Lincoln and he begins to beat Lincoln. <laughs> uh, not bloody, not bloody, not, no. not bloody, not a not. hair he's, he's on Hugh McGregor's head is out of place after this. His face he's, is he's talking up. about hair. Okay. His, his Let's face, talk about hair for a second. Hold on. His face so is these, all cut up and bleeding. Eh, all eh, little. Maybe this is a couple got, scratches, you know, a couple of scratches. So, can I just we talk about hair for a second? Sure. If if these clones are supposed to be um basically like, you know, healthy and perfect and you know not touched, not tainted, how come they both have hair dye? Like her hair is clearly bleached, not a natural color, like not a human color, and his has has frosted tips. Why? Why was that necessary at all if they had to like you know, there's no reason why they had to do that. So why in this facility did they have to modify their hair color? Sex appeal. <laughs> but they because don't it's want 2005 them to, but they don't. and it's Scarlett Johansson <laughs> and Ewan McGregor and Michael Bay did not pay attention to this. Sex okay. appeal. That too. Yeah. I agree with you. 100%. I agree with you. It's sex appeal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, That's okay. That's it. I, uh, make him look, mm -hmm. make the stars look good. Mm -hmm. Are you looking look for great. a deeper explanation here? Or no, right? I'm just, I'm just saying that was a thought that we, that my wife and I were both thinking at the same time. She voiced it, and I'm like, I know, I was just thinking that too. It's just, it's really, it's strange that they would make it like you can't have bacon today because your urine, and you know, when you peed this morning, came back with like high sodium levels or something ridiculous. So like, no more bacon for you. But okay, make sure you show back up to the hair salon later to get your tips frosted again. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, because yep. that yep. makes sense. Nope, not at all. <laughs> so, while Lincoln is being beaten by the security guard, Jordan picks up a wrench and cracks the security guard across the jaw harder than any movie ever. Like, this is, this <laughs> is a rough, rough hit with right. this wrench. It's ridiculous. 
so hard that I will say he should be dead. Yep. That 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 could kill somebody. Yes. I doubt that this happened because we never see him again, though. But anyways, so <laughs> for some reason, the two conveniently fall into the pod room where everybody is being programmed Clockwork Orange style. Yes. Great. More baddies come running. There's more chase. And they come to the hologram room where the hologram is being projected all over the facility. So anytime these clones look out the window, oh, world, whatever, right? Yeah. There is a door marked containment blast door. I'm sorry, contaminant blast door. Right. Why? Why is it marked contaminant, uh, contaminant blast yeah. door? If this is a room that the clones are never meant to see, mm-hmm. they're never meant to be here, they're never meant to know that it's a hologram, it, it's for staff members, why is it marked contaminant blast door? Yeah, because, I, the, yeah. because the director of the Truman Show wanted everybody to, <laughs> you know, be immersed in what was really going on when they were part of it, so. Yep. Just because, just in case they ever get there. I don't know. Because that's the thing, is like, we're we're going on two things here. They would assume that nobody would ever get there, but then let's assume that nobody would ever get there. So, there's no consistency in why these things are done. But their security is garbage. Anyways, they finally make it to the surface, and they find themselves in the middle of nowhere, and they just start to run. Sean Bean is showing off his uh, wonderful science to would-be <laughs> investors and potential customers, and he just flat-out lies. Tells them that, oh, yeah. you know what, we grow these people, but they're just sacks of meat. They're not yeah. conscious at all. They'll never achieve that. Don't worry about it. Never. Everything's on the... Says. Yeah, yep. pretty much. Pretty much just flat-out lies. Special ops people uh, show up. What's the guy's name? The, the character's name or the actor? Either or. Well, so Albert, La- Albert Laurent is the, is the agent's name. Albert Laurent. The mercenary, so whatever. Agent Laurent we'll shows say, up and he's yeah. basically there to solve this problem for Sean Bean and they agree and, 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 and off they go into the whole spiel, right? Okay, now we're back outside with Lincoln and with Jordan and they come across a rattlesnake and they just get right up in its face. Just yeah. right up in the snake's face. And it, it, the snake snaps at them, and Lincoln just says, all right, let's get out of here. It's mean, whatever it is. <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> Great, nothing comes perfect. out of it. Nothing, no, nothing happens here at all. All nope. right. We get an info dump about the clones. Now, this I like. I like. I like the reasoning behind this. They try to create mindless sacks of meat without life, but the organs fail. Life yeah. is life. Fine. Cool. They're educated to the level of a 15-year-old, they have no sex drive, and they all share the, uh, uh, the, the contamination experience to keep them afraid of going outside, and the island is their only, you know, sense of hope. Mm-hmm. And every game, every book, every cartoon, etc. that they have been chosen for them is to minimize stress and to promote simple social skills. Right. That is cool. Yep. That's all right. I have no problem with that in the film at all. Like, that explanation coming from Jean Bean in the scene is all right. Nothing, nothing, okay. No, I, I, I agree. Yep. Okay. Lincoln and Jordan wake up, and uh, for some reason, Lincoln has the matchbook, or the match, matchbox in his pocket. He sees Route 39, he looks at the sign, it says Route 39, and they just follow it. 
and they eventually come to a to a bar. They ask around, and Steve Buscemi is in there, but he's really busy taking this dump in a in, in, in a stall. In a can. And, he's yeah, in the, he's in a the dump can. In a, he's taking a he's dump in a, in a can. can. Oh my god. Where's are you taking a dump? Where? Where's he taking it? <laughs> the can. In a can. No, it was actually, it was over the top goofy, but it made it's sense Steve for the character. Well, no, it wasn't Steve Buscemi. It was. It, it was. This Ewan fits McGregor. for Steve Buscemi. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, they talk, and eventually it's decided. Okay, let's just go back to my house, and he's gonna explain everything to the two of them. And they get back to his home, and then they get right into the news that they're clones. I actually liked his line here. Why do I gotta be the guy that tell the kids Santa Claus isn't real? <laughs> Thought that was really funny. Um, he goes through the whole thing. Is like. You know, some trophy wife needs, you know, new skin for a facelift. It's coming off of you or somebody else gets sick and they yep. need new parts that's coming from you guys and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yep. Uh, people don't point. know that you're alive. They think you're sacks of meat. Could you imagine what would happen if people actually knew the truth? They actually get to this whole thing about, oh, we got to let people know. And Steve Buscemi's not having this at all. This is a horrible nope. idea. You guys should just run and get as far away from all this as possible. And they basically tell him, we're not asking for your permission. We're asking for your help. And he agrees to help them. Gives them a credit card, gives them some cash, buys them a train ticket, and almost off they go. But then, you know, Steve Buscemi, he spots, you know, one of these baddies who's right there following them and just shoots him dead. He falls over the balcony, crashes through a glass chandelier, and that's the end of him. Yep, that's that. That is that. And from this oh. point on, it's just one action scene after another. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, those uh, those spiders from before that got you know put into uh, Lincoln's eyes. Yeah, he passes them. Kind of looks like it hurts. I don't really know. The reason why I harped on that before is it didn't actually go anywhere. Like it, the only thing it did was, oh, he's creating memories. That's the only thing that these spiders did. Yeah, but it also did. Sh um, there was a tracker there, so they did. They did track him right this exact moment to that place, I they and then he peed him out. The credit card. No, they tracked. They tracked him. They tracked specifically. They tracked his his basic location using um a because uh, it was a low frequency um low frequency. Oh, it was no, but yeah, it was yeah. the bracelet that gave off the low frequency thing. I don't think it was the spiders. I thought it was the spiders. I thought that was the whole point. Because that's why at that moment he peed him out, and, and you go, ha, 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 he's peeing him out, so they're, they're going to go nowhere. It's, it's, it reminds me of, uh, what was it, in Spider-Man Spider -Man Homecoming. He's like, oh, Tony Stark, have fun tracking this lamp. And he puts the tracker on the lampshade and then, you know, runs off after he took the training wheels protocol off. But that's the whole thing. It's like, okay, the tracker's now out, so they're, they're clearly going to go follow the pipes and see where this goes. But, yeah, that's what they were saying, that they were tracking those and then next scene cut over he's peeing them out sure yeah so the next chase sequence happens and scarlett johansson now has a nail gun and nails a dude's hand to a door yeah that was pretty good i'm surprised though because when she first like, grabbed it and shot it it shot out like a gun i'm surprised she didn't use it as a gun that would like, have been smart too that would have been smart too i'm surprised it didn't happen instead she just <laughs> he reaches in and she just what was it like three or four nails right through yeah, the dude's hand straight through and the he, dude's hand they, and yeah. the, 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 the punishment for this guy isn't over yet because they leave and then Lincoln turns around <laughs> and cracks him with a crowbar or something <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they just leave him there for dead and they take of off course, of course another hard hit in the face sure they go on the yep. train and off they go to their destinations 
Chuck, you got something? Nope. Okay. Michael Clark Duncan, we see a full poster of him on the side of a building, and he's a football player of some kind. Uh, Jordan sees herself, and she's an actor or a model of something, and Mm -hmm. that's basically this. I thought this next part was funny. Being a techie, seeing something like this tickled me. They get up to a a phone booth, and inside is, you know, customer assistance or information assistance or whatever Mm. by MSN. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, I laughed so hard when I was watching this this time around. It's like it's MSN. And it's my wife's MSN. like, what's that mean? I'm like, MSN wow. is like d- again, this is what I'm talking about, the fax machine. It's like something that existed, you know, back when this movie first came out almost twenty years ago. And some and they're like, Oh yeah, this is the future. MSN will be around forever. No. Even in 05, MSN was dead in the water. Really? Yes. Well, the movie was made in 2004, but still, I mean... Even 04, 04, 05, it was Firefox and Internet Explorer. MSN was deader than dead during this time. Well, then MSN obviously paid for their product placement, <laughs> and they were trying did. to use this to revise More than it, likely they, they did. nobody they pro- cared prob- about the movie, they were and they probably, like, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> that was my thought, too. They were probably just trying to survive, and hey, we'll be in this really big movie. Yeah. Anyways, well, Michael they Bay, come across... Michael Bay... In a lot of his movies, he he'll do on the nose advertising like Transformers. It was oh. like Mountain Dew. Oh and yeah, Pepsi and yeah. No, that's done this... a couple of times in this movie. The Puma, oh, man. the the, the MSN, and and the Michelob Ultra. Oh, yeah, the Michelob was horrible. On, the Bud, way on the nose. The Bud Light. My, I wanted... my wife called out. She goes, "What the heck was that?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's product placement. It was just so <laughs> ridiculous. Like n- normally, I have no problem with pl- product placement, but that one that looked like a commercial. The beer, yeah, it was like a. It commercial. looked like a commercial. It was like it was like misty. It was perfectly placed, and it's like let's slowly grab this this bottle. Of I was waiting. I was waiting for Ewan McGregor just to be like, hmm. <laughs> the choice of a new generation. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, I don't always escape, find- but when I do. <laughs> That would have been hysterical. Anyways, they try to look up Tom Lincoln. They can't find him because he's unlisted. So they look up Sarah Jordan and they find her. They give the they give her the phone call. Video calls. We we have that. That's that's a thing, right? That was a thing by 2019. It's been around mm-hmm. for a while. And a little boy answers the phone. They ask for Sarah. She's sick. She's in the hospital. And yeah, she got then, into a car accident. She needed a ton of organs in order yes. to live. Yeah, that's why Sarah. Well, that's why Jordan got called off to the island. Right. We got that earlier. So anyways, the cops show up. All kinds of bad guys show up. Things don't go exactly well. Lincoln and Jordan are arrested. Lincoln gets the bright idea to ask the cops to look him up. Tom Lincoln. And they do. And now Lincoln knows the address of his sponsor. Yep. We get a lot more chasing this time around on the highway, on the freeway. Cars are well, crashing, things are on fire, etc. Let's, let's talk, Let let's me talk get about through the cliche. this one thing, and then you can go. You went a little too far, but okay, I, go ahead. I just want to say one more thing, and then you can talk through this chase sequence all you want to. <laughs> Lincoln, who has never done anything, then magically learns how to drive a, futurist, a futuristic motorcycle that hovers. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Out of nowhere. Nope, that's answered. He just, that, no. That's answered. It's already answered. That's answered. Yeah. 
He, that's, so let's go back. To, so let's go back on, first. Hold, hold on, hold on. Before the car chase even happens, before the car chase even happens, the reason that there's a chase happening, as they're driving down, there's a cliche thing that they've been doing in movies for the past 20 years where somebody's sitting in the back of a car and then you see people sitting there and you know that the car's going to get hit mm-hmm. and it gets completely hit. It's okay, been done fine. so many times where nowadays it's it's not even like it's just expected. If you see somebody sitting in a car and there's no dialogue for half a second, that means that car's going to get hit. Yes. There's something about that shot that they do it in every single movie that has Especially anything the, like actually like this. Especially um, the, the, the profile cam- camera angle that's going yeah. on in shots like that. Yeah, I know what you're Absolutely. Yeah. So then we see it and we're like, watch this really, this quick thing you're going to see. All of a sudden it's going to be a car coming through. I mean, they did it in Inception. They did it in like in the Die Hard movies. Like anytime somebody is in the back of a car and they're helpless for a moment, they're about to get hit and they're not going to be helpless anymore. They've, that's their way out. That's their escape. They did it here. It was cliche. They probably did it in all the Transformers movie, every single one of them. You know, it's just what they do. So I saw that. And I'm like, here we go. It's going to happen. But yes. So... And on your point, Chuck, yes, I, I the whole point was the memories are coming back. And this guy was clearly a speed freak, so he knew how to run machines. And he says in there, you know how to ride this? And he goes, I, I, I don't know. I guess so. That's basically what happens. Yeah. So that was their explanation. Right, Chuck? Yeah, they were. That's what you're going for? Yeah, he, are, he had it's the pretty memories. straightforward. He doesn't know where they're coming from and why he has these memories, but he has right. the knowledge to do it. So they're just using right. muscle memory in this case as the reasoning behind that. He just doesn't know why well, he has it. Yeah, not so much muscle memory, but actual memory. Well, I, I muscle say... Muscle memory would be, mo- would be more like, you know, wax on, wax well, off. Well, I say whereas, muscle memory because he doesn't know where it comes from. He doesn't know why. He doesn't, like, full, he doesn't actually remember doing it. So his, the, right. the, the memory is there, but it's, he's only three years old, so it's not really there. So they're using it like a muscle memory where he just knows how to do it. It's not like the matrix right. where it's like, um, can you drive one of the, can you fly one of those things? Not yet. You know, right. Well, of course not that, but if you walked up, let's just say you walked up to, um, you walked up to something and suddenly you're like, Oh, I can read French. Why can I read French? I mean, I've never thought I, I was, I never realized I was reading French before, but how come this makes sense to me? That's the whole point. It's like, it's an actual memory. You were reading something, recognizing he's looking at the controls in this thing, and he understands what he needs to do in order for this to work. Right. Because it's just it could be it could be considered common sense for anybody. The thing is, but though, he's is, questioning he's questioning his common sense of it. Like, why do I know what I'm doing? The thing is, I've never though, done is this before. you don't know that because the whole brain synopsis thing doesn't happen yet until a few minutes later. So to Will's point, yeah. it doesn't make sense until they answer the question. But they do answer the question. They just don't. I understand. They just don't. I understand. They answer the question later on in the movie. I'm just saying, like right here, like it's not. It doesn't make uh, sense until the question is answered. Yeah. Right. But Mm -hmm. but the two of you are making a valid point. So I'll 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 let that one go. If if the if the whole idea is that memories are, are are coming back to him, or you know the whole you know clone memory growing thing, he's actually becoming his sponsor. Fine. I'll I'll accept this. I got no problem with that then. So, fine. So, anyways, he flies his hover motorcycle all the way up. He eventually crashes through a building, a hundred stories in the air, and they end up inside of the Rockstar logo. 
If I if mm-hmm. either one of you are familiar with Grand Theft Auto <laughs> or Red Dead Redemption, yes. they basically end up inside the Rockstar logo. It's a giant right. R that's in the sky on the side of this yep. building. Yep. And it's being shot at by a helicopter, and there are dudes above head in the building shooting down. And eventually, this giant R comes loose from the building and goes crashing down to the ground, all while Lincoln and Jordan are hanging on inside of this R for dear life. And they are saved by a net. Net. <laughs> oh, man, Jesus must love you. I know Jesus loves you. <laughs> Now, now, who, yeah. who was Annette played by in this movie? I didn't see that character. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do I have to talk about how the two of them surviving this fall is ridiculous? Oh, yeah. They landed in a net. <laughs> and it's, it's, it is ridiculous because I'm watching it going like, I don't remember how they survived this. Landing and I'm the like, fall, oh, not getting net. hit by 4,000 bullets being shot at them. I, I will crashing say going the, through the, the crashing through the scaffolding none of that none of the the, the splintered wood or the, the the pipes that are holding the scaffolding together or the impact of the fall hurts no, no. them in any way not. they walk away from this unscathed well, he gets a little he, he has a few cuts on his face again he did I'm done yeah at this point <laughs> but uh, I will say they did one thing that it has been a question of mine for years, and they do do it in movies now because everybody's had the same question. What's happening with all this debris that's falling down? Like, is nobody noticing it down below? At least they showed that. Gotta give them at least that. that They didn't just ignore that, like, a giant R just fell down on a city street. Michael Bay is good for that, though. When, when there is destruction in the city, the people in the city are usually paying for it. He does show that in most of right. his movies. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So, after all of this chaos, the two of them, they're sitting down, chilling out together, and uh, they're going on about how Jordan's sponsor is probably going to die. Then she gets cold, and Lincoln puts his arms around her, and it's exactly what she wanted. It's so sweet. It's a heart-touching moment. And the two of them are growing, growing closer. Yep. I have nothing else to say about that. Yep. I don't know if... It was intended that it was everything she wanted, or if it was just Scarlett Johansson not being the world's greatest actor and actress in 2005. I don't know yet. I, I, it, it doesn't matter. She's fine today. Back then, oof. They take a taxi to Lincoln's address, well, t- t- Tom Lincoln's address, and they go inside, and Tom Lincoln, Ewan McGregor all over again, comes out swinging a baseball bat. Golf club. It was a golf club? Golf club. Okay. Um, he smashes some display case, and then he's, you know, staring at his clone, just asking why he's in his house. Back at the facility, those uh, spiders that were uh, thrown into uh, Lincoln's brain, the report came back, and we find out that he is developing all of his sponsor's memories. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. Yeah. Cool concept that he's developing but it, memories. It, but it makes zero sense. Like, does it? If you're cloning the, if you're cloning a human, I looked at it as okay. They're cloning the human. The the memories are just the last things to come. It takes a long time for them to come in. But they're I, okay. I I understand what they're going with. But let's think. Let's just say that you could clone an entire human. <clears throat> the memories. Okay. Um. 
Oh, they okay. can Let's, heal. Uh, Wolverine. They can heal. Wolverine. Right. Memories can't heal. The brain can heal. Wolverine gets shot in the head with an adamantium bullet, right? And they even said his brain will heal, but the memories are gone. But then the memories which makes come back because his memories. His memories don't come back. Parts of, I mean, the part where his, where his brain was damaged, yeah, certain things came back, but not everything else. But the point is... Xavier and, uh, and Phoenix can kind of get in there and jiggle right. some things around for him. But that's, but the point is, <laughs> if, if your brain, it, it, it's the only thing that makes any sense to me. I don't see how memories could, could grow like that. Memories are not a physical thing. I guess they are, but it's not. I look mm. at it I I look at it more as like memories can pass through genetics. Like an really? animal an animal an animal knows when, where, why, and how to hibernate. Your organs uh, know what to do without you having to be taught how how they operate. Like like it, it, I I kinda look at it the same way that I would look at that. That's 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 um the way they're go- the way they're going with this is they cloned the human and they were just trying to clone so their first mistake was they were trying to clone this person as just basically a vegetable and then using it for for organ harvesting then they realized that oh we can't do that they're actually living they're living <coughs> beings they didn't realize so they, they did, so they did memory implants no they didn't take yeah they did they did memory this, implants which is what the whole video thing was over their eyes and that's why he has the bad dreams the nightmares right uh-huh. but then but then what they didn't realize is that, oh my gosh, when we cloned them, we cloned everything, including their memories. It's just the last thing to take place. But it's, it's a physical thing as opposed to, let's just say, they didn't do a brain scan over Tom Lincoln or any of the other sponsors and actually record the data of what's going on in their brain because that was not their plan to do so. So this is this is the one of the right, biggest holes plan, for me. But their plan to do so also wasn't... To have living, walking, breathing, feeling people either. But, exactly. But, but, my, but life will find a way. Exactly. That is the only explanation here is that in order to make this movie make sense, we'll just end it with life will find a way. But it doesn't make any sense to me unless they were intending to, to specifically do this. Like memories. Think of it like, uh, Will, you're a tech guy, uh, 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 a hard drive. You know, not solid state. We're talking old school, you know, little spinning discs inside. You drop a hard drive and you damage that disc inside, it's going to be pretty difficult for you to get those files back, right? Possible, but it's going to be incredibly expensive. (laughs) Absolutely. But that's the thing is like, it's it's expensive. It means that effort has to be made in order for it to work. It's not going to just naturally after, you know, a year or so start working again. That, that, those files are corrupt. They're damaged. They're gone. You know, that that's it. I've dealt with some some dumped hard drives and lost, you know, my entire final for one of my college classes. And I had to spend like I was up all night um, using a TV studio to do all my own editing for a whole new project. But the point is in that it's like once you damage that, it's just done. Like unless you were specifically making the effort to transfer these files, you know, which is what they are over it doesn't make any sense that they would come over, but it's a sci-fi movie. 
and I'll just accept it that that's what it is. But it is probably probably my biggest beef with this movie is that th- that is the one thing that doesn't make sense. Go ahead and clone a body part. Make this person have the same DNA. But memories? That's something that would have to be recorded and then uploaded into somebody for that to actually make sense. Well, the reason that's why this makes I'm, sense is I'm, because it was done on accident and nobody knows how it happened. That's, their, taking, that's their reasoning. That's how they get out of it. Yeah, they don't know. So they don't. They're not expecting it to happen. It just happened. It's, it, it's an anomaly. It's a sci-fi movie, and it's a stretch. No, it's not. So let's take your let's take your analogy about a hard drive, right? Mm-hmm. You can format a hard drive, any hard right. drive you want to, and then you right. can use data recovery software to get back that old partition, mm-hmm. even though technically the hard drive is a clean slate. Mm-hmm. The data is still there somewhere. It's still available to you if you try hard enough to get it back. But These things are very possible. But they, but they didn't record that data. If you're taking a brain scan. If you're taking a brain scan, correct. This movie, does not, this do. movie does not tell you either way whether or not they take brain scans. Right. Let's assume they do. But if they're only planning on cloning the body and not having these people walk and talk and any of that stuff, then why would they need to do a brain scan? They do do brain scans. They told you they took the first brain scan and they took another brain scan and they showed the differences. No, no, let's say say you you walk in, you walk in, you walk into the facility and you go into this machine and it scans your body up and down. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I'm imagining this. The brain scan would be a part of that. <sighs> that's that's so much more intricate than than whatever. I'll I'll uh It's not it's really not. I mean, even if you're taking your idea of a hard drive into account, I can have a hard drive. If I buy a used hard drive on eBay mm-hmm. and I want to know what was on it before it was sold to me, I can find out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You can. It, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm imagining it's somewhat of the same concept. If you take an image, a, 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 a 3D um, genetic image of a person, theoretically, you should also be able to access that person's The brain point activity. is, though, is they weren't trying to. No, they weren't trying and to. Yet it, it just happened. happened. So it's an anomaly. That's why they had to it's, get rid it's, of it's, million. It's a doctor. It's a doctor Malcolm thing. That's all it is. It's just somehow this happened. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. You can argue all you want about it, but I'm just gonna we're gonna agree to disagree on this. But it just doesn't make any sense to me. So. Okay. Okay. So, I find it really odd from this point out that uh, Lincoln's sponsor decides to help them by removing their bracelets, gives them new clothes to wear. Um, fills in Lincoln about you know Jordan and the whole woman thing and not ruining the surprise of sex. He he goes that far to say I'm not going to ruin the surprise for you. Tells them that they're going to go to a news station to expose everything that's going on with this shady company, but then makes a phone call to the facility to rat them out, and then proceeds to allow Lincoln to drive his very fancy car to said news station. Mm-hmm. Why is he doing all this? This doesn't make any sense to me. Supposedly gain his trust. He's being willfully ignorant here. Here, here. I'm going to help you. I'm going to remove your bracelets. 
I'm going to give you clothes. I'm going to give you safe passage in my home. I'm, I'm going to lie to you and tell you that we're going to a new station. I'm going to let you drive my car. Oh, but by the way, I'm, I'm going to betray. Why go through all that trouble? Well, he was not. The fact that he let him drive the car is the biggest question. That's the biggest question I have about it, because clearly that doesn't make any sense if he was planning on betraying him anyway. So that that's really my only question. So none of this really goes the way that anybody thinks it's going to go. The baddies well, ascend upon them. it went them. exactly the way I expected it to go. <laughs> of course. But well, I'm talking about, jo- I'm talking about the characters in the movies. Jordan knew she couldn't trust him. Of course. Because she's like, he's doing that thing that you do when you lie. It's like, oh, okay. Your don't mouth trust smiles, him. but your eyes don't. <laughs> right, right. So the baddies ascend upon them, and Tom Lincoln's beautiful car is getting, you know, riddled with bullets as, you know, clone Lincoln just books it. Eventually, everything comes to a stop inside this abandoned warehouse or garage or wherever they are, and then they start to play He's Not Me, I'm Me. <laughs> I'm Tom Lincoln. And then sleight of, sleight of hand, clone Lincoln puts the bracelet on sponsor Lincoln, Lincoln, and he is gunned down. Dead. And nobody saw that? Like, it nope, was very clearly shot. It was very well in view. All right. All right. Back at the facility due to the memory issues but, that they're okay, facing. Oh, hold on, hold on. Nobody saw him put it on, but suddenly the dude saw it on him. Yeah. He, he didn't, it wasn't like he was running into the room. They were standing nope. right there in front of each other. Guns And he did it on right him. in front of them. Yep. And yep. then he's like, oh, well, the bracelet's there, so I guess oh, I'm going to shoot him. Look at that. <laughs> How'd that happen? Well, I, he clearly I, I, could see where the bracelet was because he I could see the bracelet. I did say of hand. <laughs> I will say that. So, anyways, anyways, he then goes back home or he then goes back to his sponsor's house, which is, I'm guessing, now his house, and Jordan <laughs> is there, and the surprise that he was told about earlier happens, and the two of them have a love scene. <laughs> Back at the facility, due to all this memory issue that the company is now facing, Sean Bean decides to issue a recall on all of the clones that are you know, currently in circulation, and they're all just going to die. And the way that they're going to fix the problem with everybody who's, you know, in population, they're just going to have mass lottery winnings to get rid of mass everything. In one I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You, you say love scene, but <laughs> nothing happened in this, in this, in this scene. They make out. Ferociously make out. She and actually the looks at, off. they actually look at each other and say, wow, that thing with the tongue is amazing. I know. Open your mouth again. Yeah. And then they are in a room in a bed. It's implied that they are naked, looking at each other, and then the camera pans away, and you know what happens. (laughs) To the curtains. (laughs) Sunset. Whatever. Okay. It's. It's. I I feel like I feel like you're holding some animosity towards me or something. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just messing. I'm just messing with you now, man. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Passion in the Desert. They they know (laughs) because... The movie that you don't need to watch. That movie's going up first, so there's no... uh, (laughs) They'll they'll, they'll get it. Well, in case case they skip that episode, I just wanted to let people know. So anyways, because of this whole recall and mass lottery thing and problem that the clone, you know, facility is having, 
Lincoln learns about all this because obviously they call him to come back and begin the process all over again to get to grow in his clone again. Mm. So that's his way back into the facility. Jordan's right. way back into the facility is to use the credit card from earlier that was being traced that no one told her or Lincoln about. She just knows now that, that although oh, I'll, I'll use this credit card and they'll find me. No one told either one of them about this credit card. They no. don't know. They, no. they're, they're clueless no, about this. No, Steve Buscemi says you can use this for 24 hours. After that, they're going to start tracing you. No, he says uh -huh. you can use this for 24 hours. After that, I have to report it stolen. Or and then he dies. If I so don't... they're under the assumption that he never reported it stolen. But he's dead. And he's dead. Right, but he said if I don't report it stolen, they will know something is up. Did he say that? He did say that. Did he say that? I thought he just said, I have to report stolen. No, no, no. He's, that's why he said he has reported stolen, because they'll know something's up. Whatever. She uses it. She uses Not it. Not whatever. It answers the question. That's what you're, to what you're, you can't just whatever <laughs> that away. Like, I, I just did. You, but you can't. <laughs> I can. But he did. I, but he I did, can. Though. I can whatever that away, because my point still stands. No one told either one of them that that credit card was being monitored. No one. Steve. They have no idea. They're clueless about that. Steve they assume, Buscemi oh, did. He's, he's dead. He's dead. Therefore, he can't report it stolen. Therefore, they continue to, But they continue to use it. That's the thing. They continue to use it mindlessly. Even after he's dead, they, they continue to use that card no, they, a couple of different times. They use it in the phone booth. They use it once. At the MSN booth. Once. They use it one time. And then they use it again, and they because it's been more than twenty four hours, they can now they're gonna they're gonna track it because he said, if I don't report this stolen in twenty four hours, they will they will know something is up. He's obviously dead, so that only implies one thing: they know that something is up if his credit card is being used. I'm gonna pull a lead card, and I'm gonna say moving on. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Fine. You're right. Okay? You're right. You're right. I got no problem. I got no problem saying that. You're right. Maybe they know. May, 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 clearly they know that the card is being monitored. Otherwise, she wouldn't have used it to buy a bunch of kids ice cream. Fine. No problems here. But that's her way back. And because they come, they grab her, and they strap her in the gurney in the, in, in the medical ward of this facility, and they're getting ready to harvest her organs. But she ends up getting away by knocking a guy in the head with something, and then she grabs the other guy's gun, and she tells people to get on the ground, and it's a whole thing. Actually, no, I'm sorry. She has the gun on her. They don't search her before they bring her in. She's just in with a gun, down her pants, pulls it out, and shoots the guy. Yep. Makes sense of that one. Thank you. No. no. <laughs> anyway. got nothing. Okay. No. Now they're back in the facility, and the plan is to save everybody. Spoiler warning, they succeed. You do not need to watch the rest of this movie to figure out what happens. Uh, I, this is actually, I didn't watch the rest of this movie. I didn't have time. But you know what happens. But I'm like, <laughs> I went, I'm like, it's because we had started our podcast at 8 o'clock on Sunday nights, and I went, it's 7.57. <laughs> I have, I'm not going to make it. I have 12 minutes of the, 15 minutes of the movie left. What do I do? Whatever. I'm like, anyway. So I, I go, so I go, so I go, they save everybody. Sean Bean dies. Pretty much. Movie They over. save everybody. Mm -hmm. 
It's the way they save everybody, though. So the people who won the mass lottery, they basically get marched into what I'm assuming is an incinerator. It said incinerator. It did. It said it. it said it right on the outside. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm glad I'm not wrong. I. I missed where it said incinerator. I'm just assuming. Like they're. Wow. Okay. Even for yeah. 2005, that joke is in poor taste. Well, yeah, but they did it in uh in uh equilibrium. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, gonna you're right. say Shawshank no Redemption. Red, no red robes. No, yeah, they did. Shawshank Redemption. Not, 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 no, not, not they that. didn't burn Schindler's anybody list. in Shawshank Redemption. Nobody got uh, shoved no. inside of an incinerator no, no, in Shawshank no, no, no. Redemption. No, Schindler's no. List. Well, that was about the That's Holocaust. different. <laughs> Clearly, that that you can't different. make a movie about the Holocaust because really that's, because that's in poor taste. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm not going anywhere with that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. so like, like I was sure saying, you, all make sure these... make sure you don't make any movie that that you know depicts Hitler and anything. Oh wait, they've done it like five billion times. Of course. Even the Three Stooges had Mo dress up like Hitler. And that wasn't very long after Hitler. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You're they shoving in- a bunch of people inside of an oven. <laughs> in, 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 in a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> Michael Bay is not qualified to make this joke. Michael Bay is not qualified to say this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's not. He's not. This is, this is poor days. I stand by that. Anyways, they're rescued, pulled out. The, the, the head dude who was running this special ops group to, to, to get them, now he's on their side and helping them. I skipped over that because his story isn't important at all. It doesn't matter. We're almost at the end. <laughs> Anyways, we come down to the final showdown in the hologram room that, that Lincoln was in earlier that he recognized and he wants to turn this off so everybody sees the truth. But Sean Bean is there. The two of them have a fight. They have a scuffle. All while some security guards are just standing by watching this fight happen. They do nothing. They don't step nope. in. They don't help Sean Bean at all. They just, no, they're no. there. They're watching. Their guns are drawn. They do absolutely nothing while all this is taking place. The, 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 the gun with, with the cord that, that pulled uh, Michael Clark Duncan you know, back into the room, Sean Bean has one hook. of those and, and, and shoots Lincoln with it. And pulling them all Gets over the place. Gets him in the back, right? Right in his shoulder? Yeah, right in his shoulder. Pulling them all over the place. Somehow, some way, Lincoln <laughs> gets this rope wrapped around, <laughs> wrapped around Sean Bean's neck and, and, and throws him off of the ledge and hangs him. I thought he shot him in the neck. Did he shoot him in the neck? I thought he like shot him again in the neck. The so last was, image that I saw was like the cord of 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 the weapon like wrapped around his neck, because he's hanging yeah. on. Yeah, somehow I thought it got shot in his neck as well. So he was hanging from like a neck arrow as well. So but, Sean Bean was done because it wasn't just like a hanging there, but he was like actually shot in the neck, hanging by the arrow. But he was struggling with the thing while he's hanging. That's why I'm saying yeah. it was wrapped around his neck. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was wrapped okay. around as well. I think it was both. Shot in his neck, cord wrapped around his neck. It doesn't matter. He is hung, struggling to live. It does not work. Sean Bean <laughs> dies. So, so <gasps> no. So yeah, I know, right? So um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Sean Bean, but if I was, and I and I and I was a big actor, superstar, actor, action hero kind of guy, 
well yep. known. Um, yeah. And I and I had a I had a you know an agent that got me roles in these big mm-hmm. these big hit films. Yep. At this point in time in my career, I would have fired my agent because <laughs> I would have been like, "Can you get me a a role where I don't freaking die? Put me in something he, he, that I can live in, aside from National Treasure." So last week we were talk we were we were talking about something, and and one of you, I think it was Lee, you brought up Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Now, book readers knew that the main character in the first book dies at the end of that book. So it was uh-huh. very poetic that that main character on the show was Sean, Sean Bean. Bean. Because so he you, dies in the, in, in the season finale of the first season. Well, he didn't die in The Martian. He didn't die in The Martian. In Lord of the Rings, he plays a character that in the first book, the character dies. <laughs> Yep. And by the end of the first movie, guess who? That's died? perfect. That's yes. perfect. Yeah. That is perfect. That's so, awesome. Here's the a parallel. List. The parallel there is amazing. <laughs> Black Beauty, he doesn't die. Ronan, he doesn't die. Black Troy, Beauty? he doesn't die. Yes. Silent Hill, Silent Hill Revelation, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the Lightning Thief. Uh, Flight Plan, a, the Martian. He is a Pixels, side Sharp. He is a side character at best in Percy Jackson. He is a side character in everything. When have you watched a Sean Bean film where he is the main character? The first season in Game of Thrones, he is the main no, character. No, when I say side character, I mean he's in like four scenes. Outside of that, it's not like in this movie where he is a major role or in Lord of the Rings or Game Whoa. of Thrones, he is a major role or in National Treasure, he's a major role or in Troy, he's a pretty big role. It, it's not like that. It's in Percy Jackson. He is literally in like four scenes and that's it. Anyways, he's like, so he is like a Gary Oldman in the film. He's, he's never the main character, but he is a big side character all the time. Gary Oldman has been the main character. You're missing. So has Sean Bean, but primarily (laughs) they are side characters. So, the way that this movie ends, all the clones see the truth. They are all set free. The final shot is of all of them out in the desert, just breathing fresh air and looking up at the sun and just happy to be alive. And the movie ends with Lincoln and Jordan coming together to kiss as if it was the first time. Mm -hmm. Why that scene happens, I have no idea. No clue. The end. So you you the missed end. you missed us when you when you just said that they go out to the desert look up, you missed when they, when um they're in the bar, and they're talking about what's his name being taking a dump in the can, and yeah in the can they're they're offering Scarlett Johansson a drink and like do you want this straight up so she just goes like this she just look <laughs> looks just up looks, at this looks straight up, up. <laughs> and they're all like what are you doing, <laughs> so so yes the end was this movie completely predictable yes. Was this movie completely on the nose? Yes. Could you take mm-hmm. a few parts and pull a thread and ruin the whole movie? Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was it still a fun movie though? Okay. Yes. And I will give it that. That's a that that's that's it. That 
that that's all it is. Is it's a fun movie, but I can enjoy it because it's a fun movie. I, I think that's where I I personally believe you guys miss out on. You guys are truly missing movie enjoyment for the sake of just enjoying a movie. You we get, know. <laughs> we we know that I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. When, when I, you when you I see everything you guys see, but I also just go. There's a part of my brain that I go, click, turn it off, and I can now just watch the movie. I agree with everything that you say. Whenever you make this point, I agree with everything that you say. I feel bad. One hundred percent. Do you really? <laughs> I do. I really wish that you guys had the, for lack of better words, the ability to just go in there and just be like, I enjoyed that movie. Why? I don't know. I just enjoyed it because I did. Something just, my biggest gripe with, with, a move, with this movie is the fact that this is a multi-billion dollar cloning operation that's going on, but the security is from Wish.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's it doesn't make sense to me. Because the That's money... what my that's that's what my brain like turn I, I can't I can't shut that off. I'll ne- I no. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm sorry. No. Okay. That's I fine. will never shut that off. That's fine. And just I can't do it. I can't do it. Let me ask you this. Was was they live was it well written? Can you pull a thread at any point in time in that movie and ruin that movie? Yes. Okay. Can you? They live. I feel like they it's live. It's not knew meant what it to was. be taken seriously. They, they live, live is not meant to be taken seriously See, at all. I disagree. I think the guy who made that movie was trying to be serious and then just failed at it, and it became. John public. Carpenter has never made a movie that's to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. He's not that. He's not that type of filmmaker. John, the right. thing was a very serious movie. It was not sat. Mm. They live is only mm. satire because we looked at it and made it sat. Just like the visit. The visit wasn't meant to be satire and funny the way you guys portrayed it to be. It was truly by M not M not M night Shyamalan's M perspective. Not. I know M night Shyamalan's <laughs> perspective. Not. It was meant to be a thriller slash horror film, but he failed at it in that film. They Live was meant to be a serious sci-fi action something movie that they failed at. It just, it it failed. And because it... I could it, not disagree more. And it failed. Yeah. I, it failed, which is what makes it funny. I... John Carpenter's not a bad director. And that not movie at was all. horrible. So but, I, but but I'm not but I'm not I would never look at a John Carpenter movie and say okay I need to take this seriously. <laughs> when you're when when you're Michael Bay and you're making a movie with a concept as complicated as this when it comes to cloning and memory and 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 what what memory is and isn't and implants you you, you can't that's something that should be taken seriously. Right. Not aliens. <laughs> that's coming here to take over Earth. <laughs> so, do you guys remember that five years before they had that movie, The Sixth Day, with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Five years before what? 
Five years before before the island. Okay. The sixth day. The sixth day. I do Arnold remember Schwarzenegger. That I mean, I basic do remember that quick movie. rundown is. I mean, it's got it's got a whole bunch of people in it that you know you'd know who they are, but it's it was interesting. It actually wasn't a bad movie from what I recall, but it was definitely Schwarzenegger doing his his you know greatest one liners and being really dumb. But one of them is so the whole thing is like a man meets a clone of himself and stumbles into a grand conspiracy about clones taking over the world. It's not it's not far off from what was kind of you know the, some of the feels you're getting here where it's like these these people are just cloning people for whatever but mm-hmm. you know the face to face dealing with your your own clone um but it's not like you got a bad guy but it's it's a decent cast um something we I don't think we'd ever really need to talk about but you know worth watching uh, I mean geez Terry Crews is in it and this is old or, I mean yeah 2000 um Terry Crews Robert Duvall Tony Goldwyn Michael Rappaport um Obviously Schwarzenegger and a bunch of other people, but yeah, it's uh, it's another interesting one about cloning. That was a big. I mean, and then never mind the fact that you got Ewan McGregor who just came from a from an entire trilogy that was all about clones, or at least the two of the movies were. So, whatever. There's a lot of stuff out there, and uh, this one at this point just kind of falls in the middle of it. I remember really enjoying it when it came out, but it. As we all agreed, it just didn't age well. It didn't. On a just scale like of one to ten for it being fun, I give it an eight. Everything else, I give it a five. Like the mm. writing wasn't the best. I mean, the special effects were pretty good. The action was good. That's what makes the special it- effects are fine. The special effects are never the problem with a Michael Bay movie. Right. I never right. have a problem with the special effects. Yeah. It's the story. But that's the it's thing. The story. But that's story. the thing, though. Is you know every director. The, the story here could have been good if somebody else was at the helm. That's the reality here. Great concept. Great way. Um, you know, reasoning for the clones. Why do we have clones? Not because we're trying to take over the world, like Six Day, but more. These are insurance policies for rich people. Wow. That's a really interesting concept, you know? Yes. Hey, I need a liver. Well, here we go. We've got a body here with a perfect match because it's your liver that you didn't damage. You know, the reason why you McGregor had it is because he was... A um, Yeah. You know, he was promiscuous and he had diseases and stuff like this. And he goes, I don't want to die from that. So that's why you're here. So it's like, okay, that... Whatever. It's it's a great concept. It was a very interesting concept, but it just was not done the way that it could have been done. Right. Now, if 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 somebody was to to remake a movie, I mean, we, we talked about Total Recall at one point. You know, why was there a remake for Total Recall? I have no idea. That was not necessary at all because they did a horrible job. That movie was a goofy Schwarzenegger film, does not need to be remade into something to try to be serious because when you watched it, I'm like, this is a joke. I remember that movie being nothing but Kate Beckinsale angrily walking after him (laughs) the, the entire movie. That's it. That's it. She was like Terminator walking after him. She was in a bad mood and she wanted to get him. Getting and that's the only thing. <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. You know, that's that's what made that movie. But then you make a serious thing. I, w- I would be interested in seeing The Island or another movie doing this story differently. 
Yes. You know, taking itself more seriously and actually making it a little bit more intricate, yes. getting rid of these plot holes. And I, that would be a movie that I, I probably would stand by and say, this is not bad. Yes. But then again, since this was already done, I'd see it and be like, hey, they ripped off the island and be mad about that. So this, I mean, this, this movie in the hands of a more competent storyteller would be amazing. Yes. That's what I so, think. I think yep. it would be. I think it has. I think there's a lot of potential there for right. this to be something incredible. Absolutely. So, but so it I, is what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna change the topic for 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 one second here, and this is a little hard. Bear with me. Oh boy. Okay. I'm in the middle of a movie right now. I'm almost done with it, and. At some point, we're going to have to go over this film. What's the name of it? I, I can't say that yet. Um, <laughs> you can't do that. You cannot do that. Come on. Oh, you'll know. You'll, 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 here's the thing. You'll here's know, the thing. You'll know right. what I'm saying. You'll know in a second. Yeah. Give it a moment. Okay. Christopher Watkins is a fantastic actor. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. When he's in the proper movie. <laughs> he has to be in the right movie for him to be a good actor. If you... Watch it. <laughs> hold on. I'm not the biggest fan of Tom Hanks, but when Tom Hanks has a good movie, he does a good movie. But I will say this. I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest fan of either of those two people. But I will say this. I am not, I'm about eight tenths through the movie. And in this movie, neither Tom Hanks or Christopher Watkins holds a candle to DiCaprio in this film. Catch me if you can. Okay. I'm he said it. I'm not I'm not gonna go into the film right now. Okay. But I'm letting it out there for everyone right now. <laughs> How a 17-year-old guy tricks everybody is beyond me. And he does a fantastic job at it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm not sure if you were ready for that tonight. It, it, you know, I wasn't I'm, ready for that. I'm, I'm, I was I'm not expecting this. I'm like choking up a little bit. It's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> I should have caught on when you said this is going to be hard. <laughs> I should have caught on then. But I, 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 will, then. I, will, I will say when I do the notes for this movie, um, I'll, I'll probably I'll enjoy doing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen, it, that, that's the thing. Every movie that I do, whether I like it or not, I enjoy watching it. I enjoy writing about it. I enjoy discussing it. Lee, can you, my, Lee, can you my say that? Enjoyment? I can't say the same thing. I can't say the same thing about Passion in the Desert. Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. My, my, my enjoyment of the movie has no bearing on what the three of us do here. Zero. Right. It could be the worst movie that I've ever seen, and I could hate it with a, with a passion. Yeah. Uh-huh. But my enjoyment... My, my enjoyment of talking about it will always be at a 10. Oh yeah. Me too. My enjoyment of doing this podcast will always be at a 10. My enjoyment about writing about it, about going into it, about, you know, throwing in little one ladders into my notes will always be at a 10. 
Right. My feelings on the movie don't matter at all, and they more than likely never will. And that's I've what, never come across a movie that I hated so much that it's like I've 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 got on the text or, or called one of you said I I I vetoed this. This is not happening. That will never happen. <laughs> oh no, neither for me either. But that's the thing too. Like you even you know when we did Passion in the Desert, you know for me it was podcast wise, it was probably one of my favorite podcasts to like <laughs> to record because it was just fun to do. The movie yeah. itself, as we all know, is just it was horrendous. Um, hot trash. It was hot, hot, it was, steaming garbage. Oh, it's just. And I think it's the first time that we were all on the same page when it was something that bad. And I knew we would absolutely. Be. But I will say though, when I as as the movie progressed, the way that he like deceives people and just manipulates people, and how easily he does it, and just the way that he embodies that character is. Yeah, I'm sitting there watching it, going, "I hate this. I hate this. I hate this." I hate this. <laughs> like, I can't believe I have to say something now. <laughs> so thank you for giving me the challenge. And I will, you know, next time we do the movie and I do the notes, um, I will enjoy running that, that podcast. So that should yeah. be, um, that should be our next thing then, I guess. Is, uh, I guess so. Catch me if you can in Top, top Gun Top Gun. Maverick. Top Gun. You say Top Gun Maverick? Maverick. He's going to do Maverick, the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you, we're not going to talk Top Gun, but you're going to watch both of them. That makes sense. I guess I have to. You do. Start with oh. Top Gun, then watch Maverick. Yeah. Yeah, fine. All right. That's what I did. That's what I did. Two months ago, I watched Top Gun just because I'm like, let me just get through this, and then I'll, I'll watch Maverick. But, they're good, but they are good movies, though. I believe. <sighs> I believe. So. I'm, you liked the movie, Lee. You can't. <sighs> now. I, li- I liked Maverick, but I, I didn't say I just Top Gun itself is. I like I like the first move. I like Top. I know, and and I wasn't part of that cult. So, um, Top Gun Maverick made Top Gun better. Yes, I'll say that. Yes, it did. It 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 made it more palatable for me now that it's a continuation of the story, and I'm like, okay, now I can appreciate what I need to appreciate from the first movie. Right, and they didn't they didn't take they didn't go into the they didn't make Maverick and go. We're going to saturate this with the first movie. They did not do that at all. No, but it was it, a lot of the tension was based off of what happened in the first movie. Right, but I mean, what I'm saying Whatever. is, let's we'll, we'll talk yeah. about this later. So, yeah, <laughs> let's shelf this for right now. So I actually yep. want to pivot to something else for a minute, if I can. I'm 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 not going to do the thing where you know I pat myself on the back about you and DiCaprio. I won't do that to you, I promise. But I am going to ask you what your gripe is with Tom Hanks. Um. I've never heard anybody say a bad word about Tom Hanks. That's a weird one. I, mm. it's Caprio, I understand. He's not for everybody. I understand that. Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks? Tom Hanks is a good actor. Tom Hanks is a great actor. I just don't like him. I'm just not a fan of the movies that he... I'm, not, I'm just not a fan of... Like, I'm just not a fan of... Like, he was great as Forrest Gump. You know, it was great. You know, he did a great, he does a great job acting. I just am not a fan of him. Okay. Nothing against his acting. I think I, and I, I can separate. I, for the difference between that was, is I have nothing against DiCaprio. I just wasn't a fan of his acting for a while. And there still are movies where I'm like, I could do without his acting because it's not the best acting. 
DiCaprio, but, I, the reason why I said I understand DiCaprio was, be, was because of, I admittedly, I criticized you a little bit for this, for, for, for judging him based off of his past. So if you want to look at DiCaprio and all you see is Titanic or eating Gilbert Grape, and that's your, the, the bad taste in your mouth for DiCaprio was already there, I understand that. But Tom Hanks, it's like, a fish called Wanda? Big? <laughs> like, I mean... His acting is great. That's the thing. Is I had nothing against DiCaprio. I just wasn't a fan of his acting. But now, like okay. you said, as he got older, his acting became better, and he he grew into it. Like he like got better. Okay. Tom All Hanks right. is a phenomenal actor. I just don't like Tom Hanks. Okay. Like All right. Angels and Demons. Well, Tom- what? Oh, hold on. Da Vinci Angels Code. And Tom- demons. Yeah. You say Tom Hanks was in a fish called Wanda? Wasn't he? Is that the movie no. I'm thinking about? What's no. the movie? What's the, okay? What's the name of the movie where they're working on the house and oh, it's just that's slapstick? The, that's, the, that's the Money Pit. It's the hilarious. Money Pit. Okay, never mind. That, that, I was I thinking about the movie. Money Pit. I was thinking about the Money Pit. Okay, okay. So that's the that, that that's, has nothing to do with Wanda. That's okay. the thing, though, is he's a great actor, and the movies that he does are good. I'll never criticize his acting. I just. I, I I do think that in Catch Me If You Can, his accent was flat in the movie. I, I will say that. Outside of that, I thought he was a great actor. I just don't like Tom Hanks. Okay. That's it. All right. Christopher Walken, I, I like Christopher Walken. On the other hand, Christopher Walken is either hit or miss with his acting, but I actually enjoy him in movies. He's To me, he's he's great. He, I, I, what's, his, what's his name? Christopher Watkins. What? What are, what are you? The two guys, the two, the two valets outside at Key and Peele. No, Christopher. I love the Batman's. The Batman's is so good. Sorry, Walken. <laughs> the Michael Keaton's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How many Christopher Watkins are we talking about here? There's a lot of things that you can say about me, Chuck, but at least you can say that I'll never do that to you. That's true. That's, that is. Listen, it, it, I, I will I will let it slide a couple of times, but after three or four times, I'm like, uh, no, I can't. It's, it's torture. It's torture. Well, all right. Remember, remember Adrian Brody in The Predator? <laughs> Listen, when you make your movie titles all sound exactly the same. There's a problem. There. Or, or do you, do you, do you remember Eric, Eric Bana in um, the incredible Hulk? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't at all. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. We're done. Yes, we are. I'm looking, I'm seeing you in your eyes, man. You're ready to hit the, Who, hit me? that bed. Me? Aren't you? Yeah. Oh, you. Uh, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm beat. Yeah, I can tell. So we're going to go. We're going to get out of here. We're going to wrap it up for the evening. That's it. Have a great one, everyone. Nothing else to say. Bye-bye. See you later.